Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Was writer in the world 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 Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and he's made of felt. Ooh. He's got plastic eyes. Ooh. There's a man's hand up his bottom. How <laughs> long? And please, please do take that hand out of my bottom, Rufus. I've told you before <laughs> a thousand times. <laughs> But yeah, but you tell me to put it in there. I do. And do I'm like, that. all right. And, and then, <laughs> you know, just because people are listening now and they're acting all cool, like, like you, like you don't like to pretend to be on Sesame Street, and I'm your handler, <laughs> I'm your puppeteer, getting in that bin, and me putting. <laughs> Hand up your backside. <laughs> Paint yourself green, get in a bin, and you ask me to put my hand up your backside, don't you? I do that. It's a normal Friday night in our house. I love it, I love it. Me, you and Benny just there in the bins having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Benny's always there. You can't you can't get in a bin in uh, in in Sesame Street without Benny being... <laughs> Yeah. Uh all right, well, thank you to the British Comedy Guide for Continuing to host this show despite us always including things like that in it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all of our lovely patrons on Patreon for continuing to support this show despite the fact that we do intros <laughs> like this one. <laughs> And thanks yeah. to you for listening to this show, despite the fact that you are a massive bumhole. Yes. <laughs> You're the worst. You can't even be bothered to join our secret gang for as little as $2 and get loads of stuff. So like stuff. loads of amazing stuff for a really cheap price. What is wrong with you? Mm. <laughs> why, why, why do you get life so wrong? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Why are you such a failure? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I think the thing is they are all, in their defence, they are all thinking of doing it, then they forget and then like, uh, that keeps happening. But that is another way of being a failure, isn't it? Like yeah. When you think of doing something and that, that is literally being a failure. That's right. You are a massive <laughs> failure. And the only way to stop failing is to um, pause this immediately and get online yeah. and... Um, give us all your money. Give us all join your this, money. Join this. Well, you, can, you can give us just a really small amount of your money, if you like, like $2. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash man by cow. That's right. All right, so it's another exciting Howard Short. And uh, this this week, so a nice little short story by very young Howard. Mm -hmm. Shall we get on with it? Yes, please. This story is called Smith and the Gate. Ooh. And I have no idea what it's about. But there'd better be a gate in it, or I'm going to be very upset with you. <laughs> I mean, you, you can take it for as read that there's a gate in everything I write. <laughs> what? 
he said that like it meant something. <laughs> no. He said that with real conviction, like it really meant, like it had meaning that we could understand if we only dug deep enough. <laughs> oh, well, I, hope, I hope that you just agree well, and then like not question it. I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it, the, ironically, it would have been more accurate if you'd said everything I write as a Smith in it, because <laughs> like they usually or a John, yeah. <laughs> frequently a John Smith. True. But there's probably a gate somewhere for people have to come through gates, don't they? You know when someone comes into a scene in a, a book, <laughs> they probably came through a gate. Yeah. What you're saying is you don't always mention it or draw attention to it or use it or yeah. have any relevance for it, but there's always a gate there in the background. Yeah, what I'm saying is that gates exist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, that because your stories happen in worlds where yeah. gates exist, mm. there must be a gate in your story. It's mm. kind of like how Bruce Willis is a ghost in all your stories. Yes. But because he's the kind of ghost that no one can see, mm. you don't bother mentioning him because no one interacts with him. He's there thinking, believing he's having dinner with his mm. wife, but it's not, that's not what the story's about. No. Unless that kid from The Sixth Sense turns up in one of your stories, being the only one who can see Bruce Willis, yep. then it's not, not worth mentioning him. Exactly. And, and even if that kid does turn up, no one's going to believe him that he can see um, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, no, Bruce Willis isn't dead. <laughs> yeah. For a start, <laughs> start he's not dead. <laughs> no, but number one, mm. two ghosts don't exist. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting that you're not a kid anymore. You're yeah. an adult man. <laughs> stop, stop coming round here and telling me this. It's interesting that uh, ghost and gates have a lot of the same letters oh. in them. No, that's not what the word interesting means. <laughs> I'm not accepting this use of the word interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you know, there's variant uses of the word. <laughs> you just interesting, you changed your mind what word you were using halfway through, then, didn't you? I can tell you, you went very, very. Which one shall I go with? Varying, various, very variant. <laughs> that, yes. that feels comfortable. Well, it seems, and then you panicked because sounded... you weren't sure if it was correct. Well, I knew it was a word, and it sounded posh, so I thought I'd go with it. There's variant uh, uses of the word. Interesting. It, you know, your your determination to use new and exciting mm-hmm. words it is not only admirable, mm-hmm. but it is relentless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, thank you. If it had not been for Smith. It would never have happened. Oh. Smith being one of my pals. Ooh. <laughs> Smith being one of my pals, well, he has black hair and grey eyes. <laughs> he is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Smith being one of my pals, well, he has black hair and grey <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And is a complete troublemaker. Ooh. He sounds like it with a name like Smith. <laughs> what a rapscallion. It started... On a Saturday, when we were in my back garden. Mm, my Jack garden, maybe? My Jack garden? <laughs> no, no, your back garden. Because everybody's got, everybody's got a back garden, but only a few people have got a Jack garden. <laughs> Specifically people called Jack. Only one, one person. No, no, anyone called Jack. In fact, they've got two, usually. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true, is it? Because they might live in a flat upstairs or something. I mean, a lot of people don't yeah. have gardens. I'm just, so I'm many just, people don't have gardens. I'm just basing, I mean, like, the, yeah, I'd say the majority basing. of people in the world. I'm still basing everything on my shoulder because I don't have two gardens. <laughs> Actually, the thing, but the thing is, I was saying that, um, that um, people have two gardens, but obviously one's a front garden and a back garden. So my whole idea that Jack has two Jack gardeners is... Oh, no, it is true, isn't it, because his name's Jack. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, he's got a jack garden and a front garden. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. This is going well. Everyone's got two gardens. <laughs> that's Howard's understanding of the world. Well, of course, I'm sure we can all agree on at least one thing here. We may differ on politics, but we can all agree that everyone has two gardens. Everyone. I don't myself, <laughs> but everyone. Yeah. And nor does anyone yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure we can agree. Mm. Now, I live in London where most people have no gardens. Yes. But I'm sure we can agree that everyone, maybe it's an average, maybe there's one of those things where the rich and the number of gardens that the rich have is yes. so, it like skews the numbers so much that it, it evens out that everyone's got two gardens. Like, you know, the whole like average wage in the UK is something like 28,000 a year, but like almost everyone earns like half that or less. Yeah. But it's because of all these really massive wages being a part of it. So when it comes to gardens, it turns out that like Richard Branson has a million gardens. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so because he's in, he's included well, uh, in taking the average, I mean, suddenly we've all got two gardens, yeah. and everyone's going, "Where's I have? I, I'm in a, I'm on the top floor of a flat. Where are my two gardens?" Well, it is true because I mean, uh, um, a lot of houses are rented, and all those landlords own all those houses. Ah, yeah. So the owners of those houses have lots and lots and lots of gardens, don't they? I think it's Richard Branson with his million gardens. Yeah, and Richard's <laughs> really got, ruining he the, the figures. Yeah. All right, so Smith being one of my pals, well, he has black hair and grey eyes and he's a complete troublemaker. It started on a Saturday when we were in my back garden. He wanted to make some money. <laughs> so he started giving hand jobs. <laughs> I waited until he'd finished to explain that I didn't have any money. <laughs> uh, let's have a bet, he exclaimed after about two hours of sulking. Not, what? not two hours of hand jobs. Let's have a bet, he exclaimed after about two hours of sulking. Why was he sulking for two uh, hours? Yeah, yeah. So, so what happened was he came round to my house, went in my back garden, wanted to make some money and then sulked for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah. Like, I want to make some money, sulk. Mm. The sulk side. Oh, yeah, an hour and a half. Okay, hang on, just 30 more minutes. All right, all right, I'm finished. Okay, let's have a bet. Mm. He exclaimed after about two hours of sulking. I then explained that we had nothing to bet about. I mean, that's easily solved. <laughs> Suddenly, he went all funny. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. And started to laugh. At length, he explained. He asked if I knew about the parallel sewers. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, it's, gone, it's gone a bit collider. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, right, there's these sewers and also there's B sewers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the A sewers are stealing all the oil from the B sewers and also making children slaves and, and the only and way stuff. to get to the sewer is to drill there. <laughs> So he asked if I knew about the parallel sewers. Of course, <laughs> I said. How about a race through them? Five pounds. How about a race through the sewers? Do you want to go on a sewer? No. <laughs> and then lose five pounds. What's in this for me or you, for that matter? I don't know. You're the person that said we don't have anything to bet on. and We could have bet on literally anything, but you couldn't think of anything. So I said, let's go parallel sewer racing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what I don't think I'm going to be friends with Smith in the future he sounds like a rubbish friend 
I mean, he's got that black hair and grey eyes for a start. We know that's a problem from the way it was introduced. Mm. <laughs> and he's a complete troublemaker. And mm. now, it, and then he's sulked for two hours for no reason. Mm. <laughs> and then he's like, I know, let's go running through sewers. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can give me five pounds afterwards. What yeah. do you reckon? We could just try running not in sewers. <laughs> yeah. On grass or something. <laughs> yeah, there's so many choices. Mm. And sewers ought to be choice number last. Yeah. <laughs> After every other option you have. I want to know what was going through his mind when he was laughing for all, all that time that made him, like, pivot towards sewers. He's got some out-of-control emotions. First he sulked for two hours, then he laughed, and then he suggested getting in a sewer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he's got... He's got some stuff going on. Mm. And then he biked off. What? And I followed. Mm. Maybe they're going to bike through the sewers. Yeah. On the way, I thought about all the terrible things that could happen. (laughs) Right? And you think it's going to say what those terrible things (laughs) are, but it isn't. Oh, (laughs) Oh, well, let's do it. Two two of the terrible things were (laughs) drowning. Going into a butcher's shop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and never coming out again. I did. I thought I was going to list the terrible things because uh, I realised that only one terrible thing can actually happen. And so I was like, oh, but I can't I can't include all of them. So why don't I have my character think of all the bad things that can happen before actually... Is end? that terrible thing getting in a sewer? <laughs> no, that's right. It's really only one terrible thing, and that's getting in a sewer. <laughs> yeah, but the Cybermen are down there, aren't they, probably? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say, since it's a story by you, that, yeah, that's a distinct possibility. Mm. But but let's find out. OK. On the way there, I thought about all the terrible things that could happen. When I arrived, I found Smith had broken the gate open to get to the sewer entrance. Mm. All the turkeys came out immediately. Sewer turkeys. <laughs> we could not leave it like that, of course. So we tried to put it up again. What the heck did you have to put it down for anyway? Yeah. I asked. We could have climbed it. Smith nodded glumly. His motion changed again. Sometime later... <laughs> doesn't say what you've been doing. And then we just stood there for an hour, <laughs> quietly. Sometime later, Smith sparked up. And I think by that you mean said something rather than add a cigarette. Mm. Right. Smith sparked up. Has your dad still got that tool kit? Well, they focus on the gate now. They forgot <laughs> about the fucking sewers. Yeah, because that's what people do. And also, they are kids, remember? They, there was no way they were actually going to have a sewer race. He was like, let's go for a sewer race. And then <laughs> yeah, they got okay. there and then they broke a gate. And they were like, oh, shit, we broke a gate. We should probably fix the gate. We're not going to go to a sewer that's, race. That's something we? to focus on so we don't have to get in a sewer. Mm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. He shouldn't have broken the gate. I mean, if he if he knew he was looking for a distraction, he could have gone, ah, oh, there's a gate in the way. <laughs> All right, let's do something else. Let's race just like... In fact, we already had the race. I beat you here. Give me five pounds. Yeah, give me five pounds. <laughs> so, has your dad still got that toolkit? On the way back to my house, I wondered how he had talked me into this. Stealing my dad's tools to mend a gate. <laughs> Anyhow, we got the tools. <laughs> no tension there. Brilliant. Uh, anyway, we got the tools and left my house and headed back towards the sewers. Oh, exciting, isn't it? The police didn't see us. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the lookout as well, weren't they? 
for the, for people, who'd for the tool, yeah. people who'd stolen my dad's tools. People who'd borrowed tools from their own dad. <laughs> All cars, be on the lookout for someone who's stolen my dad's tools. My dad's tools have been stolen. Oh, no, why am I telling the police? Is that a crime? <laughs> Borrowing tools off your dad? Is that something you call the police for? They have also broken a gate. Yeah. OK, sirens on. <laughs> I suppose it depends what the tools are. Like guns. <laughs> what I was saying is, like, you know, his dad might, like, you know, have a really, like, specific job <laughs> that has very special tools. You know, to be honest, most people have a specific job. <laughs> yeah, no. Once I'd said it, I realised that I kind of walked into a trap there. Yeah, I mean, it's very rare that people have... I mean, actually, I was going to say it's rare that people have vague jobs, but I think a lot of people do. Mm. I mean, everyone who works in an office has a vague job, right? Especially linear offices. Uh, mm. And what did Sally Edmead do when she wasn't being pissed on? <laughs> she stuck a lolly up a cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only evidence we have on Henry Rollins' job is that he might be the office vagina smeller. <laughs> well, we know he can write poetry as well, so he could have... Uh, uh, he might be the office poet, yeah. It could have been one of those companies like uh, that does poetry company. <laughs> a poetry company. Like a credit card, not a credit card, a regular card. What do you call them? A birthday card company. <laughs> yeah, you know, a poetry company like credit cards. <laughs> you know, when you get a credit card and you open your credit card and it says happy birthday. Oh, commiserations. Commiserations on the commiserations on the, de- de- the death. Commiserations on you being dead. Sorry about your dog. Here you go. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, sorry about your dog. Uh, what? Well, he's rubbish, isn't he? <laughs> your dog's rubbish. Yeah. All right, thanks. Happy birthday. Mm. I mean, that, the thing about that, right, mm. is a sorry your dog died mm. card. And yeah. then they're like, my dog's not dead. And you're like, that's what you think. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Guess who ran him over on the way here? <laughs> yeah. That is kind of like what birthday cards are like, but without the actual murder of your dog. <laughs> Right. I mean, what you just... <laughs> yeah. That thing I just said about birthday cards being like commiserations on your dead dog yeah. and murder your dog. That's what birthday cards are like, except that bit that I said. <laughs> except for everything I said. Yeah. That is a pretty accurate like description on yeah, birthday well, cards. You, and I'm res- thinking of becoming an observational. <laughs> <laughs> so good at observing yeah. things. Hey. Have you ever noticed how, like, when you're making toast, someone stabs you in the back of the head with a big knife? Yeah. Except for the bit about the knife. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, we got the tools and left my house and headed back towards the sewers. The police didn't see us when we arrived. (laughs) Obviously, someone had told them about the gate. So we raced home on our bikes. Right, okay. So the police were there. Yes. It's just you didn't establish that. You're like, the police were there, but fortunately they didn't see us when we arrived. Someone must have told them about the gate, and then they went and stood around it. They probably probably had a, had a forensics team yeah, Dustin. and a helicopter. <laughs> Dustin for fingerprints, looking for gorilla hairs, probably, to see if a gorilla did it. Yeah, that's the first thing you got to check, mm. Ever since uh, Murders in the Rue Morgue, mm. every police department's like, right, number one, did a gorilla do it? <laughs> <laughs> Was the gate shoved up a chimney afterwards? <laughs> no? OK, mm. probably not a gorilla then. <laughs> so we raced home on our bikes, stopping at regular intervals 
to swap the bag over. It was very heavy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. detail. Nothing seemed to go right for us that day. Apparently, there was an electrical drill in the tool bag. Wow. And Dad thought somebody had stolen it. So, hang on, did he call the police? And they went to the gate. Do the police have really good jobs? Some, somebody has stolen my tools, said Dad. I want to hear more about this drill. Uh, well, it is probably, uh, they are probably... They have probably broken a gate and, <laughs> and need to fix it. Let's investigate all the gates, everybody. It's only because of the drill that the police were called, though, wasn't it? Obviously, at that age, I was thinking drills are really important. So, like, you know, it wasn't the fact that his tool bag got stolen. It was because of the electrical drill in the tool bag. That the dad was like, someone, someone stole my drill. Call the police. Well, he probably rang the police and was like, someone has stolen my hammer. And they're like, we don't care, sir. Or, mm. hang on, well, someone has also stolen my screwdriver. Uh, we are not interested in this kind of business, mister. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, somebody has also taken my drill. <gasps> oh, sh- fuck it out. Quick, call the, call the queen. He sounds like the cyber loans back in town. <laughs> Stealing drills? What's he going to do next? He'll probably go down to the sewer and start drilling. Probably balleranium it. Mm. <laughs> Probably lucky for balleranium so we can have the universe. Apparently there was an electrical drill in the tool bag and Dad thought somebody had stolen it. Well, they had. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what had happened. I hate you, I hissed at Smith. Wow. Give it to me and I'll put it back. Pause. Rawr. Give you what? I sighed. It's getting sexy now. The bag. Oh, okay. Smith gulped and said, I thought you had it. <laughs> and they were passing it back. It explicitly said they were passing it back and forth. Yeah. So at one point, at one point when I when I gave it to Smith, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Smith. It was a random man. Well, there's a lot of people called Smith. <laughs> I thought you had it. Now I found myself with Smith retracing our steps. Mm. It's no use, said Smith. Mm -hmm. We'll have to give up. It's almost midnight. Shit. I stared at him agog. Give up? I couldn't believe what he had said. But before I could throttle him... Wow. He was gone. He ran (laughs) off because I was going to murder him. (laughs) He chose wisely. (laughs) Around 12.30am, I slunk home on my racer. This is a fantasy story for you, isn't it? Like, <laughs> writing about being able to ride a bike. <laughs> Having a dad who owns drills. Having a dad? <laughs> Having a dad. Oh, you, know what I, uh, you know what I wish? I wish I could ride a bike and had a friend and a dad who had a drill. It was Smith. Who finally put things right. Oh. The police arrived at 7am with the tool bag. They said a young boy with black hair had burned the bag, turned... All right. They said a boy with black (laughs) hair had turned the bag in. Yes, turned it in. This bag did it. <laughs> That's what that means, isn't it? When you turn someone in, it's like no, I think for you can a crime. Turn things in as well. Can you? Okay. Yeah, no, I think I think that might be correct. Um, but let's let's say that um, Smith turned up going, I didn't steal the drill. The drill did it. <laughs> yeah, this bag did. <laughs> Here it is. How else did it get inside this bag? <laughs> yeah, I didn't steal the drill. The bag did. Yeah. That's why the drill is in the bag. Mm. Uh, Dad was really happy. He wished he could meet him. I met Smith later on and thanked him. 
I got a reward, he said. <laughs> really? Your dad really loved that drill. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, please get my drill back. Yeah. I will put up a reward yeah. of a million pounds. <laughs> I got a reward, he said. I thought about this and decided that the reward money was from my dad's company. Ah. Wow. So you're, I reckon you're in this story. You're not only dreaming of a dad that owns drills, but who works for a drill company. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had a dad who worked for a drill company. Yeah. Basically, I wish my dad was Uncle Vernon from, from, Harry, from Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Uh, when, when I read Harry Potter, I was like, what, what are you going to wizard school for? Your life's perfect. You live in a cupboard and your dad works for a drill company. This sounds brilliant. What I wouldn't give to... Have a dad who worked for a drill company. <laughs> Think of all the drills he'd bring home at Christmas. Discount drills as well. Yeah, so cheap, many, cheap, so really. many discounts. I tell you what, a perfect life would be a dad who worked for a drill company <laughs> and a mum who worked for a jumping company. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be your perfect life, wouldn't it? Pretty great. Because oh, my mum brought home a lot of jumping this Christmas, <laughs> and for Christmas we're all going to use, we're all going to do the jumping that she brought home Just from the jumping company, discount and jumping. then drill. Anyway, I decided that the reward money was from my dad's company. I punched Smith in the mouth. Why? Like inside it, I'm going to open his mouth and punched him in the tongue or something. This main character has serious issues, right? Yeah. The other guy's yeah. just like the other guy's like, let's go do some stuff, and then and this guy like gets really upset about it and violent about it, and then the other guy finds the thing that was lost, which was both of their faults, really, and like yeah. starts punching him. And, and why does he? Why does that madden him? The idea that the company gave the reward rather than his own dad or the police or something. <laughs> How dare you take money away from that com- co- corporate... From that big drill, drill company. company. Yeah. I met him again later. On. I met him again later on. <laughs> Howard, he said, I spent the money on having the gate repaired. Oh. And we laughed all the way home. <laughs> because that that was a real end of He-Man episode kind of joke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you know how you punched me? Because your dad's company gave a reward for the drill that yeah. you lost. And yeah. I got the money, right? The well, ele- I used that money the electric- getting the gate that I broke fixed. The electric hand drill. Uh, one that basically cost 20 quid. But to a child, that is something. like probably What, what, yeah, but what, what probably happened no, but, is one time. Yeah, but, but the reward. How much was the reward? <laughs> It was a reward for something. How that's much does it cost nothing. to fix a gate? Yeah. Now, what probably happened is one time, like your dad did have a drill, and one time you were in the garage playing with it, and your dad came and went, "Don't play with that drill." Mm. And you went, "Why?" And he was like, "Should I tell him it's dangerous? Mm. In which case, he'll definitely do it again. Or shall I tell him it costs a lot of money? <laughs> yeah. In which case, he might listen because he seems this kid seems to care about money a lot for some reason." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Howard. This uh, drill was very expensive. Yeah. Do not play with it. Like, oh, okay. Mm. I better not, better not touch that again then. Mm. <laughs> His company might get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, wow, all right, drills are expensive. Okay, I'll write a story about that. Anyway, one day, one, <laughs> one day, uh, me and my friend Smith uh, went down the sewers. <laughs> And uh, hang on, that's not going to lead to a drill. All right, <laughs> all right. So what happened? Me, Smith wanted to go down the sewer, but there was a gate in the way. Yeah, there was a gate in the way. Obviously, they don't just leave the sewer open. So there's a gate in the way. So Smith broke the gate. Uh, so we had to drill it. 
Oh, yeah, drill it shut. Yeah. Well, the only way to fix this is with a drill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we went home and got the really expensive drill that yeah. my dad owned. Million pound, like a gold yeah. drill. He, well, he doesn't even own it, does he? It's the company's drill. That he drill. borrowed from his company yeah. because he had the most expensive drill in the world. Mm. And from from um, Cyber Loan PLC. <laughs> it was really big. <laughs> a massive drill. Big drill. So we borrowed it and yeah, biked <laughs> back. So we uh, borrowed it and we got inside. It <laughs> <laughs> but then, why did they decide not to do it? They just decided out of no. Oh no! But when we got there, the police were there. Yeah. Because my dad had said someone has stolen the big drill, and it's probably that cyber loan again. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know what he's like. We no idea what the police And the police, police were, were involved doing. in that story. Yeah. What were the police doing? So. In the sewer? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so we saw the police and biked home, passing the drill mm-hmm. back and forth, and at some point. It was such a complicated situation <laughs> of passing that drill that we couldn't like we couldn't remember which one had it last, yeah. and one of us passed it to a, like a, a dog by accident. Because at this and point, the dog this, ran off. At this point in the story, I forgot that I only had like these two characters, <laughs> and I thought there were eighteen of yeah. them. Um, and the great ironic ending is that Smith, after I punched him, used the reward money to fix the gate that he had broken. Hmm. <laughs> If ever you get in a similar mess, don't try and mend the gate What you have destroyed. <laughs> this is the moral. This is the final paragraph, right? It's a separate paragraph. Yeah. So the moral of the, sto- the, moral of the tale is, if you ever get in a similar mess where you were going to go and ride your bike in a sewer yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, for a bet with Smith, but your right? mate Smith and Smith broke the gate. a gate, yeah, yeah. well, destroyed the gate, this mm. says, don't try and mend the gate you have destroyed. Mm. If you feel it must be mended, just tell the owner. <laughs> just tell the owner. Hey, Steve, this is your gate. <laughs> it's broken. I just broke it. I just destroyed. I just destroyed it. I just destroyed it. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't me. It was Smith. I'm not, Smith did it. I'm not going to try and mend it. <laughs> I fucked it up. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> that was me. Now, just tell the owner. If you must mend it yourself. And you just said, don't do that. But if you must do that, hmm. tape or glue <laughs> would be a much better idea. No, we didn't. Than drill. No. <laughs> um, well. They're equally bad. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Wood glue might be better than drilling. <laughs> don't, don't drill the gate. Yeah. I, broke, I destroyed your gate. I'm going to drill it I'm going to drill it better. I'm going to drill the gate better. Yeah. Oh, it's worse. It's just got loads of holes in it now. Yeah. Now it's destroyed and got holes in. See, I didn't really understand what drill were. That was my problem as a, as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so if you must mend it yourself, sellotape or glue would be a much better idea. If you do steal a tool bag... Oh, my God, there's a lot of morals here. Look in it first. Why? If you steal a tool bag, look in it first in case it's got a drill in. <laughs> and if it has got a drill in, don't steal it. Like, it's OK to steal tools but not drills. Uh, right, <laughs> the, so the moral of the st- yeah, moral of this tale... Yeah. Is it is bags are okay? Yes. But tools are all okay. tools apart from drills, but not drills. Drill theft is serious crime. It's just not on. Mm. Yeah, the police will get involved. 
And also, that's not going to help you fix that gate anyway. <laughs> they, they, I mean, it must be a serious crime for the police because they have a particular um, job for it, don't they? Because there's, there's something called a drill sergeant. So I suppose that must be their <laughs> I mean, that, entire... I mean, that is the army, but 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 good joke anyway. Okay, yeah, it's their entire job is <laughs> the drill, like looking for lost, stolen drills. <laughs> yeah, the drill sergeant. Yeah. What's your job? I'll, I'll, get, I'll look for lost this sounds drills. Like a gr- Are you busy? No. <laughs> this sounds like a great new detective show story. Mr. Fluck as the drill sergeant. Called drill sergeant, yeah. Uh, what is that? Mr. Mr. Fluck. Uh, Officer Fluck, come in. Hello. Uh, now, firstly, you are not a drill sergeant. Yeah, yeah, Secondly, drill sergeant. drill sergeant does not mean someone whose job it is to look for drills. Oh, okay. Well, now, you're not employed here. Please go home. Well, who's going to find all those drills if the drill sergeant <laughs> doesn't no do it? missing drills. Oh, what, okay. what do you mean I've got to have a new partner? I don't want one. Well, okay, <laughs> I will have one then. Here, who is he? You don't. Hello, everybody. Me, Gorbilla. I am. <laughs> you don't I'm, know. I'm no, new partner I mean, to you're Mr. The Fluck. Same person. Oh no, I can't be friends with a gorilla. Imagine the sh- <laughs> the shenanigans me and this gorilla will have driving around trying to look for for stolen drills. <laughs> Gorbella will help find. Gorbella rhyme with drill, so he's good at finding drills. Exactly. He he, he rhymes with a drill, so he must be good at it. <laughs> oh, we're friends now. No, Mr. <laughs> no, Mr. Yeah, Fluck. Yeah. You can you can't have a TV show It'll and have, you can't have a job. Uh, we'll have tens of viewers on ITV12. <laughs> Gorbella and the drill sergeant. Sounds really good. Episode one, a drill goes missing and they ain't got to find it. <laughs> Witness, episode two, another drill goes missing. And they've got to find that. The thing is, they haven't found the first yeah. one yet, so it's, it's, it's it the, always the turns stakes out to be, are escalating because it's like, there's like a lot of missing It always drills. turns out to be the Cyberlone that did it. He's he's the villain of the piece. He's the arch nemesis. Yeah, some, yeah most of the time. Sometimes like I, I turn up and they go, like, I've lost my drill, and I say, it's on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're because they because they mistook it for their glasses. It's <laughs> <laughs> so on your head. Oh, oh, oh so so it is. Gorbella, what, what have you got drilling in your head? Uh, I've lost my drill. Mm. Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay. So the moral of this story. There's there's one more. The moral of the story was because if, if, you, if, you, if do, you must steal a bag of tools, more. make sure there's not a drill in there. If that. you do steal a bag, look in it first. And one last hint. Wow. Get an explanation before you punch. Yeah. So, number one, don't try and mend the gate you have destroyed. Mm. Number two, if you think it needs to be mended, tell the owner. Yeah, these, if these, you must mend it the, yourself, the, the three morals, so glue are better, are better than the, a drill. The three morals work, the four morals work better if it doesn't have that, if, if you must bit. And so it's like moral number one is, you know... Uh, the four morals work better if you don't say them. <laughs> Never like, what was the first moral again? Don't. Uh, it was blah, 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 The first moral was don't, don't try and mend a gate. The second moral don't is... The second mor- the yeah, second moral is when mending a gate. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if don't it must use mended, a drill. Tell the owner. No, no, the first moral is don't mend the gate. Yeah. The second moral is, but if you think it should be mended, tell the owner. Right. The third moral is if you must mend it yourself, if despite the fact that I said don't mend the gate, yeah. but if you must mend it, tell the owner. Mm. But the third moral is if you must mend it yourself, <laughs> right, don't use a drill. <laughs> right. Yeah. Use yeah. sellotape. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Use sellotape to mend gates. And the moral of the story is: bear. don't mend gates with drills. Use sellotape. And if you do 
realize if you don't listen to that and you and you go, hang on, this yeah. this isn't working. Yeah, I mean, Blue why would you? Working. Why would you listen to those morals? They're ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not about to go and tell someone I just broke their gate <laughs> or sellotape it shut. If you do steal a tool bag, mm. look in it. <clears throat> like don't. don't it's, I mean, obviously, if you do decide that stealing stuff is, is a good idea, yeah. just check if there's a drill first, because if you do accidentally steal a drill, the police will be after you. Yeah, drill sergeant and Gorbella will be after you immediately. And finally... <laughs> and finally... What's that? Somebody, somebody's had a drill stolen? If you do all this and then decide to punch your friend in the mouth... Yes. ...because you have blamed them for everything, despite it being at least mostly your fault, mm. get an explanation before you punch... And would you like to guess what score out of 20 <laughs> you got for that? Do you want to have a guess? I mean, I don't want to Not guess. Not what you deserved, but what oh, you got. OK, what I got, 19. 19 out of 20. And Hooray! second guessing game, mm-hmm. would you like to guess what single word evaluation you got? And I'll give you, I'll give you three. Number one, rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Number two nonsensical <laughs> or number three or number three good <laughs> which of those which of those three choices do you think I think Mr Cotton I think, I think with a score like 19 it's got to be the word good right <laughs> yeah I mean 19 out of 20 that's good isn't it yes. it's not excellent no. 19 out of 20 is just good yeah. well done Mr Cotton for understanding English <laughs> <laughs> and I give that story no points out of 20 <laughs> sorry sorry and the difference between me and Mr Cotton is that I have read it <laughs> <laughs> little Howard dreamed of being a writer and so we sat Everything in Europe was fucking shite, yeah. Woman of a no, woman of a no. What's writer in the world? 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. Hooray. It was good, wasn't it, Howard? It, it was, was good, right? good, yeah, it was really good. But, oh my god. But, what? It was oddly unsatisfying, <laughs> right? You know, like when you have a really good meal, like a really fantastic meal, but mm-hmm. it's a bit too small, and mm. then you need some, like, some big cake for dessert, right? You're like, why yeah. is my big cake? Big I am cake. unsatisfied. Give me a big cake, preferably a cake that costs two dollars a month, or if I'm particularly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm particularly hungry, I could get a slightly bit, well, a much bigger cake for seven dollars a month, yeah, and like a, a, a cake so big that it would crush me to death mm. for twelve dollars a month. Basically, there's a lot of different cakes you can get. get the cake right? if you get cake for thirty dollars <laughs> a month. It's got your own name on it. That's the best cake. <laughs> It has, and we have to spend a month writing that cake for you. <laughs> it's really, really hard work. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're feeling happy but strangely unsatisfied and would like some Rufus and Howard dessert, mm. then get to patreon.com slash manbycow. And, and Patreon your money where your mouth is. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye, milk. Goodbye, milk. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.